Yeah, we don't need critical race theory. Let me tell you something that we don't need even more than critical race theory. We don't need to be lying on mm. critical race theory. It, it, please talk because, about that. Because yeah. this is where we this is where it gets challenging. Because brothers and sisters, I, I say this from the bottom of my heart. A lot, most of the vitriol, the hatred, the crusading against critical race, race theory is born in ignorance. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, there are, a, as I think about one brother who, wrote, who just wrote a book on it, and in his, in his sort of uh, estimation of what critical race theory is, a lot of the conclusions that he drew were good. Because race isn't real, meaning that before, before the 15th century, there, there was no concept of this sort of caste black, this caste system of black, white, brown, that this was introduced to us in the interest of people trying to hold power. Right. Mm -hmm. okay? And mainly done by law. That's yeah. right. There's a great, uh, a great um, lecture about, uh, that says that there were no white people in the colonies. Mm -hmm. There was no such thing as white people in the colonies. Yeah. That these things were introduced right. in interest to divide. That's and why, if, and if we can't agree with that, then we are not. We're, 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 we're being ahistorical. We are literally being ahistorical. We have to be able to agree with that. Man. So when somebody says that 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 when we begin to see each other as uh, the, through the, the the lenses of of whiteness, for example, that isn't necessarily saying white people. Right. So yes. there's a difference between whiteness and white people. Yes. Whiteness as a social construct, which was historically given to us by our founding fathers uh, brothers and sisters yeah. this is where history comes into play because though we may try to, to try, try to whitewash it meaning that we are trying to change it to be something that it's not as we try to do that to history what happens is we begin to conflate actual Caucasian people and whiteness with the construct mm. of whiteness they say that those are together so right. if you start saying stuff about whiteness you're actually saying something about Caucasians mm. yeah. bi biological right. and essential and, yeah. ontological and existence then you have, yeah. and that's not happening let me say yeah. this real quick no, that's ahead. not what's happening here at all so when we think about these things brothers when we think about these things and we start to say stuff like critical race theory is going to teach our kids that, that, that race actually that there isn't one race that, that, there, there, that there actually is many races. God created it that way. That's what CRT is going to teach our children. Then you have to give me grace, dear brother and sister. When I say, come here, look at what critical race theorists are actually saying. They agree with you that there is only one race. Right. The human race. Right. Again, I am, uh, I am not an apologist. I'm not an apologist for critical race theory. I'm not an apologist for uh, Marxism, but I am an apologist for truth. Right. And I also am an, an apologist for the character of the Christian witness. Because what I don't want to do is, I don't want us to continue. Someone's got has to break the simulation that you have a, a predominant number of, of evangelicals on Facebook last year talking about uh, COVID being caused by 5G towers. And you start telling people all these conspiracies, which, by the way, our adversaries have identified 
Christians as being the main target of spreading yeah. and disseminating false information. Right. This is proof that the studies have been done on this, that they target us. So we spread things that get disproven objectively months and months later. And then we want to tell people after we've been lying for three months that Jesus died for their sins. Hey, free smoke, free smoke. Hey, free smoke, free it smoke. gets more and more difficult when the culture is saying you're lying and you know you're lying. Right. Mm. We just heard a prominent pastor in California about 15 minutes ago say that critical race theory has its roots in Islam. In Islam. That that's what's behind it. <laughs> or there's another prominent Christian, um, African-American young lady, I want to be charitable and I want to be gracious towards her, who tweeted this week and got tons of retweets, tons of favorites, and, and representing Jesus, she said that CRT was actually used by Hitler, huh? that Hitler, which is anachronistic, which is insane. Crit critical race that the Frankfurt School was ran by Jews, German mm. ger German philosophers who were Jewish. They were Jewish, and they fled to Geneva and then fled to New York because they were trying to get yeah. away from the the political violence that was happening with Nazis. Brothers, what I again, crazy. I'm not trying to defend critical race theory. I'm trying to defend truth. Do you want to be seen as the liars of our society? Because let me tell you something. There's enough image of God in the culture to know that there's something wrong with dishonest people. Right. Whew. That they lose their credibility. The, the credibility. Yeah. They lose their seat at the table. Right. They start to sound more fringe and it may work in the moment. It may work in the moment, but right. it never bears fruit in the end. And here's the last thing I'm going to say. This is what we accuse them of doing. Wow. Right. We spend all our time talking about the 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 the, the, the left, for example, inside, and, and you know we are we would probably be considered um, you know uh, conscious conservatives in, in, in our politics or social mm -hmm. conservatives. We would probably be considered that. So you may look at how the may look how the left fights and and how they how they go into logical absurdity and and, and how they 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 they're, they're not being honest with, with with the data and truth and stuff like that. Amen. But are we now adopting some of the same practices again? I'm not trying to join the cultural war. I'm just saying are you doing the things that you're accusing them of i'm yeah. not even saying that that's exactly who they are a lot of that stuff is fringe i get that but i'm just saying are you indeed in the pursuit of getting rid of evil which i joined you in are you committing evil yourself mm. you shared a very interesting conversation that you that you discovered in dietrich bonhoeffer's uh study uh, uh in, in his what he's written about that very subject yeah so uh uh like I said earlier, I've uh, been studying Dietrich Bonhoeffer for a little while. He's definitely a thinking partner. And uh, in one of his works, which is one of my favorites, and if you want to read it, go for it. It's, a, it's probably 10, 15 pages. It's not long at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a letter that he wrote in 1943. It's called After 10 Years. And uh, he, it's after 10 years because uh, his biographer, uh, Eberhard uh, Betke, uh, essentially said that 1933, the year that uh, Hitler came to power, was a time in his life that was so difficult because he was not supportive of Hitler or the Nazi regime. And so friendships and uh, ties were being severed. Mm -hmm. And so he writes, he writes this letter 10 years after that and just kind of reflecting back on everything. And he has this section in there on the fool and he talks about where a leader might be in a place of power and, and the public just kind of swarms to that leader, uh, unintellectually, unengaging, somehow s perceives themselves in the leader. And, and, and he even, he talks about it in such a way that, you know, when you sit down with this person that he terms the fool, that you can't even get to the actual person mm -hmm. because you're, you're caught off guard by 
um, catchwords, uh, phrases, mm-hmm. uh, rhetoric. Essentially, you can't even get to the person because they're just recycling the things that someone else has told them to to think in this way or to speak in this way. And towards the end of that section, he says, you know, and, and the fool will go so far as to perpetuate evil without even realizing that's evil. And I didn't tell you this part. Mm. At the end of his letter, he asked this question, are we serviceable anymore? Mm. Are we serviceable anymore? Mm. He said, all we need is good, honest men. Wow. Right? Can we just come to the table and instead of just seeing the labels that we place on everyone, can we actually treat them as humans? Yeah. Made in the image of God. Yeah. And have that radical empathy to say, what are you actually going through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Versus just placing them in this abstract category yeah. and then condemning them without even interacting with the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and we see this happening over and over and over again where we can't even sit down to have a conversation because as soon as you say critical race theory, it's, oh, it's that Marxist evil thing. I don't even want to talk about it. Well, can you define, I don't want to try and define it. Like, no, it's just bad. We, we don't want it. And anyone who supports it or even engages it, sure. engages with it, is obviously on the wrong side of history mm-hmm. and against the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, wow, right? wow. And, and, and this is problematic because we need to be able to have tough conversations.